Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, this is Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman, rummaging around in the archives of the Bugle podcast to find out what was the most important story in the universe back this time in October 2014. And Ebola was causing a nuisance then. Of course, the world leapt into action as soon as the virus left the shores of Africa and threatened everywhere else. It's issue 275 of the Bugle, entitled The Ebola Tombola, featuring me, 
and John Oliver. Top story this week, Ebola is very close to out of controller. Um, <laughs> Ebola, Andy, is, I believe the medical uh, term technically, is uh, a mother of a disease, uh, which is currently both terrifying and killing people up and down West Africa. Uh, so far, here in the US, there has been just one fatality, but that hasn't stopped the media losing their collective minds. If Ebola is contagious, Andy, then reporting on it terribly is truly an airborne disease here. <laughs> Yesterday, CNN had a lower third which read, and I quote, Is Ebola the ISIS of biological agents? Which is a statement so stupid it's hard to even begin to break it down because it falls apart before you even start examining it. Ebola is not the ISIS of anything, Andy. If anything, Ebola is the Ebola of diseases. It is already its own reference point for biological outbreaks. Uh, It infects humans through close contact, uh, as we know, uh, with anyone who is carrying the disease and also through infected animals, including chimpanzees, fruit bats and forest antelope. And look, I'm sick of saying this, Andy, but f*** forest antelope. (laughs) They're nothing but trouble. And I know that every time I say this, people claim it's just blind hatred. They say, oh, look, you can't say that about forest antelope. That's just ignorance. You can't call them stripy little shits with wonky horns or grass-munching four-legged sprinters. You have to stop. And you know what? I did stop for a while, Andy. But guess what? This time I have a reason. And don't get me started on fruit bats, Andy. Don't get me started on those little shits. Chimpanzees, however, I've got no problem with. They are innocent victims in this entire mess. <laughs> well, Ebola, uh, of course, founded in the mid-1970s, uh, I believe, by the International Institute for, the, uh, for Viruses, um, combining the lottery elements of the contagious disease with the strong probability of death. So half tombola, half... And concern is now growing that this could spread, John. We've had, uh, it's been uh, an unfolding tragedy of massive proportions in Africa. Thousands of uh, Africans uh, killed, clearly a little bit of a worry. But now a black Liberian man in America has died, and it's starting to get to the point where we really have to start thinking about genuinely worrying about it. (laughs) Now in Spain, a white European woman has the disease, we are listening, and as a result of this, her dog has been put down. F***ing hell! Something must now be done. A dog has died, John. An innocent dog has been put down. We weren't fully paying attention while it was just people far out of sight, far out of mind. But now a little doggy has died. What if a British dog gets this disease? Where, John, will this end? Well, that's, that's the point, because while the threat to America may be getting wildly overstated at the moment, the threat to Africa is very much real and current. Uh, the top US medical official, uh, Thomas Frieden, said this week that the Ebola outbreak in West Africa is unlike anything seen since the emergence of HIV, and that a fast global response was needed, or it could become, and I quote, the next AIDS. And that comparison is never presented as a positive, Andy. No one is ever saying, have you heard Iggy Azalea's new album yet? I'm telling you, it's going to be the next AIDS. It is catchy. It is seriously catchy. And it's everywhere. The chances are you're going to get it. You say you're not going to get it, but one day you'll find suddenly you have it. And then you have to learn how to live with it. Catchy stuff from Iggy. Uh, I don't know who you blame for it, but uh, for me, John, this uh, whole outbreak became kind of inevitable when gay marriage was legalised in Britain. <laughs> uh, just seemed that it was inevitably one thing led to another. I mean, it might not have been that specific piece of legislation. These things are often driven by government legislation. If it wasn't 
the gay marriage legislation. It could have been the 2004 Horse Race Betting and Olympic Lottery Act. Maybe even the 1971 Wild Creatures and Forest Laws Act. We just don't know how these legislations pan out. Or even the 1822 Duties on Brimstone Act, which meant there was less fire and brimstone to go around the world. It could be an economic disaster for Africa. So, I mean, I guess that's uh, the silver lining. Go Europe increases our chances of finishing the 21st century still in the top five continents. Europe, Europe. Uh, And the uh, Liberian finance minister, Amara Kone, uh, said that many people have, quote, wished Ebola away. And sadly, it turns out that uh, that has not worked. Um, Maybe we just need to give it a little bit bit of time or just wish harder. So, I mean, if we all come together and we have 7 billion people wishing simultaneously, surely even a hard-hearted, badass virus like Ebola has to listen. Uh, There are some truly incredibly brave medical workers uh, working in West Africa at the moment. What Doctors Without Borders or Medicine Sans Frontieres are doing right now is truly amazing. If aliens landed on Earth, this week and saw what was happening on this planet right now. Their report back home would basically be something on the lines of it seems there are two kinds of human those who work for something called Médecins Sans Frontières and then a bunch of assorted arseholes. <laughs> that pretty much covers it. Bleep plop. Uh, they're not just fighting the disease, they're fighting some incredibly dangerous misconceptions. Villagers in remote settlements are understandably terrified when they turn up in what looks like yellow hazmat suits spraying everything down with chlorine uh, and they've also had to deal with some very dangerous rumours. For for instance, healthcare workers in Guinea have reported people believing that the best way not to catch Ebola was to eat raw onions once a day for three days or drink condensed milk daily. And whilst that's certainly a good way to keep romance away, <laughs> Ebola is likely to find a way through that particular digestive wall. But there is actually apparently a genuine rumour about miracle onions in Guinea, which I can only assume was started by an extremely irresponsible local onion salesman. I'm, I'm guessing he's been proposing onions as the solution for basic everything his entire <laughs> life hoping that one day it will eventually catch on oh are you are you angry with president conde try eating 14 onions and he'll probably go away hey do you want guinea to win the next world cup the secret is for the team to eat nothing but onions for the next four years <laughs> worried about ebola how about some miracle onions what really you're going with that one holy shit we need more onions <laughs> Well, John, this is a, a classic catastrophe, uh, as coined by you on this uh, mm-hmm. this podcast um, uh, some time ago. And um, I'm sure all you blue buglers have been flocking to buy shares in pharmaceutical firms that specialise in tropical il- illnesses. Rich pickings to be had there. Uh, one uh, report I read said that if Gla- GlaxoSmithKline's pharmaceutical tests go according to plan, the firm and its partners could produce more than... 10,000 Ebola vaccines by early next year. Now, John, I am not a mathematician, and I am 110% sure of that, but 10,000 vaccines, that sounds like, in pharmaceutical terms, NFNE, or in layman's terms, nowhere f***ing near enough. Uh, So I hope they they crank out a few more, if it works. They do, after all, make about £5 billion profits annually. So it's a a massive opportunity, John, for, uh, for profiting from... A global catastrophe. Uh, David Miliband, the former British Foreign Secretary, uh, said that the disease has now reached a tipping point. And I think there's only one thing for this, John. I think the world needs a new Twitter hashtag to deal with the situation, or this thing could get completely out of control. I don't know if Ebola is itself on Twitter. I think it was briefly, but then shut its account down because it got so much abuse. But the hashtag is possibly our only remaining hope. 
And Barack Obama said the international response was not moving fast enough, and he said it had to be, quote, like a marathon, but run at the pace of a sprint. In other words, we are going to have to cheat big time and use a f- load of drugs. <laughs> I guess there might be something in that. And one of the great problems, and as you've highlighted, the, the, the actions of the, the world's uh, volunteer doctors is truly extraordinary. In uh, uh, Liberia, I think they have one doctor to approximately 100,000 people, which is not enough uh, when you have a disease like this. And you compare it with our more prosperous nations when we pop to see the doctor when we have, for example, an itchy shirt or the newspaper makes us feel sad or we got some of our genitals trapped in the wrong letterbox or picked up a nasty headache watching the latest on the Ebola outbreak on a 55-inch television. And I'm just hearing that a new computer game has been released, um, Ebola Virus of Doom in which you play the parts of the Ebola virus, can you build yourself up from a localised disease with small pockets of fatal mayhem into a global pandemic, causing panic and devastation across the planet, and possibly beyond? Can you become the first virus to kill something in space? Well, if it's OK for war, it should be OK for illnesses as well. To hear more of the shows from the Bugle Stable, including the Bugle itself, go to thebuglepodcast.com where you can also donate to the Bugle Voluntary Subscription Scheme to keep our shows free, flourishing and independent, and buy the Dancy Lagarde book. Goodbye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you you, you must be so excited. Listen now.